Round one, fight. Heroes never die. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took an arrow in the knee. Power, sex, sex, power. They both come down to one thing. Hungry Gamers. Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 203rd episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and those sexy, sexy legends over at Audio Technica. I'm your extremely humble host, Brendan White. You can find me just about everywhere at Brendan8bit. Join me today, my podcast, Ride I Die, the bowler to my shoveler. We are talking Miss Ali Hart. You can find her, obviously, at Miss Ali Hart. How are you doing today? Doing good. Nice little subtle references to things that... Uh in the works but really <laughs> very very oh, new yes yes can't <laughs> confirm nor deny uh what that is in regards to but i thought it was very apt to uh tie it all together this morning yeah. oh how are you with your first morning coffee you lucky bastard. i'm doing good i've literally just had my very first sip of the uh the warm black goldy goodness and uh it is going down a treat how is your endeavor with like straight just black espresso coffee well, I'm happy you should ask that question because uh, I'm all about that life now. Um, oh. I tried it. I tried a cappuccino probably a month or so back, and it just I just couldn't do it. The yeah. milkiness of it just I was like, Ugh. but this past week I had a had a lunch with a client, and um, I saw on the menu they had uh, taro lattes, and I'm a big taro milk fan, so I'm like, okay, I got to give this a crack. Wait, and, um, what? What's taro milk? Taro milk's like it's like a a Japanese sort of, you know, like bubble tea. You know how you see the purple oh, bubble teas. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so taro milk, taro milk. They they had a latte with that in it. So I'm like, okay, I got to give this a go. And I tried it, and I was like, oh my god, the heavens opened up, and like a ray of sunshine just beamed right directly down onto me. This thing was magical. But is this an issue where it's like completely rare that like yeah. you you can only find it in one location? So. Well, I've never seen it before on a menu, and that's why I'm like, okay, I got to give this a go because I'm a big, big sort of taramilk fan. And yeah, it was like my coffee unicorn. I was like, ooh, this ooh. is this is delicious. So I'm gonna need to track track that down in other places. Otherwise, it might just be like a once in a while special time drink. Yeah, you always gotta get like those like those like special dessert drinks. I call them like you know where it's like. You have it at night. It's like a coffee, but it's on the sweeter mm-hmm. side. It's usually like your frappes or something that's usually topped with like a yeah. million tons of whipped cream. Yeah, this thing it was certainly sweeter. Like taro, taro. It's it's usually a bit sweeter naturally, so you don't mm-hmm. need anything else in it. And you couldn't drink a few of them. At, or some people could, but I certainly couldn't. It would be, as you said, like just a special time, once in a while of a nightcap or something dessert treat, style yeah. drink but it was delicious but no black coffee it's it's my life now um mm-hmm. i don't know if i'll ever go back yeah it's the best way to go because like i remember when i first started drinking coffee and this was like pretty late into my jb hi-fi days where i was just a straight red bull girl i had like my first cappuccino and because this was me really trying coffee at the first time i would have four sugars <sighs> four my goodness sugars. gracious me yeah and now I'm just like straight, like straight black espresso. I just yeah, I'll I'll have like half a teaspoon of sugar in like a the long black or something. I'll have mm. a half a teaspoon of sugar. But yeah, outside of that, I used to be I grew up like as a two sugar guy. Ne- never went four sugar. That's that's insane. <laughs> you could you could taste the future drinking it like that. But um, yeah, two sugars then to one, and now I'm at half. Um, so just you know, chipping away, doing them yeah, little things. Baby steps, baby steps. Oh yeah, yeah. Still have a very bad diet, but uh, you know, we'll talk about that another time. But my, my coffee habits are getting much better, <laughs> much better. Yeah, but um, yeah. What what have you been doing? Episode two hundred three. We've got a got a good amount of news on the docket Ooh. here. We're obviously going to be recapping some of the uh, Xbox Game Showcase that aired yesterday for us across the globe. Uh, got a couple of small bites. Uh, should we talk about what we've been playing? What we've been doing before we get into the usual yeah sure we can do a bit of that did you want to just clear out what you've been up to because yeah yeah sure yeah i've um yeah i i know i i said that i was going to be playing through carrion this past week and i got it installed ready to roll still uh and it's no no sort of negative towards the game i've just been so immersed in ghost of shishima it's not funny so 
I've, I think I'm close to finishing the game itself and I've been sort of chipping away every night um, here and there a few hours and it is so good. I'm not going to go into the game in depth now because we're going to have a spoiler cast out in the next week or two as well with myself, Benny and Jono. Ooh. So I'm just saying I'm still really loving the game. A couple of minor bugbears here and there, but overall it is so special and it's just a pretty game uh, and then on the back of that obviously we got the got the word through yesterday on the socials that uh ghost of shishima is now playstation 4's fastest selling first party original ip debut with more than 2.4 million units sold through globally in its first three days of sales so the world is hungry for That's some samurai so action crazy like i it sounds bad because it sounds like i doubt the you know how amazing this game is but like to be in the first few days or whatever and worldwide release as well like i i guess it was just everyone's most anticipated game it's, or, po- it's popping off is it just because like i don't want to like i said don't want to denounce it, but like because there's nothing really competing with it although paper mario yeah, Paper Mario dropped sort of the same day. I guess maybe just people were hungry. Like this, this has been on the docket for a while, and it's mm. been on. I, I think a lot of everybody's wanted lists since it was announced a few years ago, and, it, and it's a big different sort of path that Sucker Punch usually walks. So it's something new to them, and they've they've really nailed it. And um, I guess just the the social media hysteria has really ramped up the interest in this game too like the amount of stuff you see from photo mode like if i didn't know of this game and i just saw people dropping those photo mode shots of the game i'm like i gotta play this like it feels like yeah you're playing as i've said last week you're playing a samurai film and it is so well done so yeah kudos to everyone at sucker punch for for nailing it by all intents and purposes uh sorry for those over in japan because apparently there's um supply shortages of the game so it's a bit hard to find over there in Japan at the moment. So oh. um, anyone that is hunting it down, maybe digital will be the way to go. But yeah, 2.4 million units is no joke. Yeah. And I do now understand that it says it's the fastest selling first party original IP debut. Yeah, so. there's a lot of wording going <laughs> on in there. <laughs> so, um, but like still, like it still has a lot of strong contenders to go up against. So yeah. kudos yeah so and that's the thing like so that's that's this week outsold you know the debut of things like horizon zero dawn Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so you know no joke what about you what have you been playing well i'm going to actually bring up something that i had been playing and i kind of alluded to uh, a week or so back um and because of rules and whatnot and it being kind of closed off i really couldn't say what it was but the announced now that people can stream it people can put up videos people are streaming it right now on twitch and handing out beta keys so it's actually fall guys um hell yeah yeah like (laughs) i've been playing it for a while and um i'm having a report it's lots of fun it is like um a lot of people that probably saw the trailer of seeing gameplay um probably link it with like takeshi's castle um or what was the what was the other version that like MXC is that what they called it most extreme I think it was challenge MXC. yeah so um it, it's that kind of vibe like just loading into a game with like I think it was about 60 people 60 other people and you're playing as these cute little you know wobbly you know bouncy characters and then trying to complete these obstacle courses while you're bumping into people you're falling over rolling over being hit off the map and just trying to make it to the end um it's the kind of chaotic fun that you could imagine so it looks adorable and it's funny because it looks so different to what devolver typically do or like typically throw their name on yeah yeah like um they're like Devolver's happy with a bit of cutesy bootsy, but I mean, it's good that Devolver kind of gave this these guys a chance because I like <laughs> the atmosphere of like battle royale, you know, like last person standing, like it's been in our faces for a while now. So having this kind of like newish style um, available to us, so it, it's just fun. Like it's mm-hmm. like there really isn't any talent to it whatsoever. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> purely luck really like you know you could just accidentally walk in the path of something and it will knock you back and then that's it you you're eliminated you know and the other thing is is that you you can they give you the option to be a bit of a dick and actually 
you know, grab someone by the collar. So if they're in the lead and you know, you're not going to succeed, you can actually just grab them and let someone else get past them. So, That's so great. Yeah. Um, the customization is pretty good. There's a dinosaur in there. So you can dress up as a dinosaur. There's also hamburger I've seen that. I'm, as well. I'm looking at some of the skins, like mm. they look phenomenal. And mm. um, yeah, I've been, it's, I've known of this game for a while and it's it's been on my radar because I do love a bit of chaotic multiplayer and and you and sixty people on the on the arena or on the on the course sound mm. like fun and just just looking at some of the some of the footage and, and seeing yeah some of the people that have been streaming it the last twenty four hours it looks like it'd be fun and looks like it'd be my kind of game so yeah. I need to need to get my hands on a copy. So to just just also like open up a bit more about it. So you usually start off with the initial like what we had, which was 60. Um, you get dropped into a course and then whatever the aim of the course is, the top like 40 players that make it to the end, they stay, oh, okay. then people get booted. Then another and then stage another loads level. up. Yep. And, then, okay, yeah, cool. and then they cull in groups. But And then there's like the final where there's maybe like 10 or 5 or whatever. And then, yeah, that's that's how the you know w- final winner is decided. I've got to admit, I nev- never made it to the final. So <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. Uh, on, on a completely unrelated topic, I've started mm. playing this past week or so as well, that Trivia Royale. Have you you've seen this kicking around? I've seen it kicking around. Kind of funny has been pushing it like nobody's business, and it's just to me. I just have decided not to jump on only because like I'm I'm always worried about those viral like mobile games, and just like what they get out of it, having so many people sign up and use this free gaming platform. So yeah, yeah, it's it's good fun. Like it's um you against 500 odd other people and similar mm. similar thing after after the round there's five rounds of questions of trivia and it's obviously out of like a b c or d the quicker you you hit the right answer the higher the points you get and obviously if you beat your opponent and it's a po- opponent anywhere in the world so you're getting matched up with real players you beat them and then obviously it splits down you know divides by two divides by two with each round and mm. the, at the end you become yeah the trivia royale champion i haven't haven't won yet i've gotten down to the uh, final eight so mm. i've gotten down pretty low that's but usually i can i can get into about you know that 30 to t- like 20 to 30 range seems to be the standard but i can't get a goddamn win <laughs> but it's so fun it's so fun and it's just good simple snap game distractions um, yeah, i was gonna say yeah haven't dropped any money on it no. i know you can buy buy things and, and customize your avatars and things but no haven't haven't dropped a cent just been playing a bit of trivia while i've been doing a poop or you know, <laughs> killing a bit of time and um it's just just good distraction just a good little distraction uh, dropping craps and dropping facts oh um, yeah this is the story of my life <laughs> um i've also been continuing on with my ooblets gameplay um still adore this game it's absolutely just the sweetest damn game out i have now found that they have a chicken ooblet um and is it the cutest it is the cutest and for some reason it has like a 40 year old man's hair where it's like the hair around the rim but then bald on top oh yeah like the fryer tuck sort of style that's it yeah fryer tuck yeah so it's just the cutest and i'm buying like little cute bow ties and then I'm also making them like farmers on my farm. So then they have like these straw hats with a little bit of straw and a oh, watering so can. Good. Oh, like I know everyone out there is probably like, that sounds stupid, but it's cute as fuck. Trust me. It um, does. It does look adorable. <laughs> so, and, um, it's, it's on my list. It's yeah. on my list. It's growing so, by the day, but it's on my list. Also, like um, I really appreciate the team over there that like, the Twitter of Ooblets, they have been retweeting like fan art videos and everything. So it's been pretty cool just seeing what everyone else is getting up to, their fashion designs, what the most popular Ooblet is or like which one that people like the most. So no one seems to like my chicken. Um, but you got no taste. No taste. Oh, that's bad to say about chicken, isn't it? Um, so it's got plenty of taste. <laughs> very pro Ooblets. I also want to bring this up. Um, a movie I watched recently. It's not a new movie as per se, like a new release, but it's on the newer side. It's also a movie that everyone hyped. Everyone hyped. Oh, this movie was amazing. This movie was great. And even me seeing like the trailer of it, I'm like, oh, this looks pretty cool. The movie is ready or not. Don't you dare talk down on this movie. This is my movie of the year last year. I was so disappointed. <gasps> now, don't get me wrong. The actors, actress, everyone was great. 
Like the acting was great. The environment, the scenery was great. The concept was good. I, I liked it. It's a bit psychotic, nonsensical. Like, you know, you don't need to have full level seriousness. But every time, oh, so this is spoiler territory. So I guess if you haven't seen the movie, um, maybe just, you know. Pause the podcast right now. Go watch it. Come back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So spoilers. Every time she got hurt, it was she hurt herself. Like, you know, every injury or like everything like that is mostly caused by herself. And I felt like there was meant to be a twist in this damn movie that just didn't happen. And it was very lackluster. So I felt like, I don't know, I just felt like everything in between was just kind of like filler. Like there was no like, you, you kind of got the gist because I knew that there wasn't really a twist at the end. Everything in between felt like, oh, so we kind of just all knew this was it anyway. Like, I don't yeah, know. like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna win any awards for its narrative, that's for sure. But yeah. I I think I just loved it because I think what similar to what you said, I knew what it was very early in the piece, and I knew that it wasn't probably going to get much deeper than than what you see. Well, I was hoping for it because I'm like, there's no way that you're going to be giving us everything on the plate here, and then. And then make so okay so there's no twist right so then make the movie be about like crazy survival like you know like um battle royale like you know like really violent survival but like I said like everything that happened to it was kind of self inflicted mm. like for the majority of it like there were times where people got her but like I don't know and then the most violent things happened happened to just generic no you don't care characters like i don't know i was kind of disappointed i'm not saying it's a terrible movie i'm just because i guess of everyone else's hype of it like saying like this is such a great movie i was definitely expecting more <laughs> yeah I, I i'll still stand but i adored this movie and mm. i think i think i just like that it was just good dumb fun like it's that horror comedy style and i think i like the real realness attached to it like uh, just just seeing some of these family members who obviously aren't aren't killers per se or whatever else, and they're, they're you know forced into d taking these roles and using these weapons that they don't know of, and just sort of seeing that play out like in how a real life situation would sometimes. I think that mm. really I really enjoyed that part of it. Like they don't all just suddenly become U.S. Navy SEALs and and you know killing machines. It's like real humans trying to you know utilize a crossbow or, or yeah. you know some kind of blunt object. Yeah, uh, I I really liked it, and Samara Weaving, she's just the she know, our generation great. scream queen. She's a a beast in these types of roles, and she's so good, such a great actress. Yeah, I I definitely stand by the fact that she was, you know, she's a great actress, and she she really held her own, especially for someone that I guess I'm not too familiar with um, in her career. Um, but for this particular movie, she did hold her own. So mm, and she, started on Home and Away back in the day, funnily enough. Oh, really. Yeah, but no, she's she's become like the the scream queen lady. So she did like the babysitter, ready or not. Uh, what did I watch the other day? Guns Akimbo, a few other sort of movies like that. So a lot of like real violenty horror slashy gore sort mm -hmm. of fests. She's been uh, Mayhem, another one um, that she was in. Yeah, so she she's doing a lot of the, this style of movie these days, and that's sort of what she's starting to become more and more known as. Yeah, oh, man, she's great. Hmm. So my, but my don't watch it. It's good. Don't listen to his heart. <laughs> my review is it was good, not great. Like not like to the level that everyone else is holding it. I was it was fine watching it. I guess I was just expecting more. I was definitely okay. expecting a twist. Yeah, I guess you kind of get the twist right from the jump. Maybe that's the problem. Like mm, everything's maybe? disclosed in the first piece as far as what's happening. You know, like it's wedding dream day blah 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 happy times and then there's the twist you know fyi this is what happens uh when someone gets gets sort of brought into the family we play a game good yeah. luck yeah. i i would go into it more but uh, yeah we could <laughs> i could talk about this for a while so yeah but yeah go check it out i love it maybe, maybe it's not miss ellie hart's uh film of the year from last year but it is mine i i it was just everything i wanted at the time i think and i, I want to go back and watch it now see if, see if it does hit the same positive high notes so maybe if it is sort of a little bit lull now so i'll go check it out again where did oh. you watch it huh 
I just, Where'd you watch it? Oh, where did I watch it? Did I watch it on HBO Max? I definitely watched it on one of the streaming services okay. here. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it'll be kicking around on something. I'll definitely. check that out. Definitely. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, <laughs> un- unrelated note again, but I saw ahead of the season two premiere of The Boys, they just announced yesterday at Comic-Con that it's been renewed for a third season already. So that yeah, is how does that happen? amazing, amazing news. And you got to go watch season one already, goddammit. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> While you think about when you can fit that into your schedule, we'll do a quick bit of housekeeping. Uh, so episode six of The Hungry Game Show is available now everywhere on this Hungry Gamers RSS feed. Obviously, we saw Andrew from a couple of NPCs battling against Pokemon Red Slash Blue. So uh, check that out everywhere available right now on all your podcast players of choice. Uh, episode seven of The Hungry Game Show will be dropping this coming week via early access over at patreon.com forward slash we are 8 bit. And that is uh, seeing... Uh, friend of the show, Jamie Panning, battle against Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Uh, and yeah, see how he goes. He's a uh, very, very knowledgeable fella on this title. Does he have what it takes to uh, ascend to the top of the Hungry Game Show mountain? Who knows? But check it out, early access, patreon.com forward slash we are 8-bit. Get early access to that as well as other content and exclusive perks for a dollar a month. Uh, so if you can spare it, chuck it that way. And uh, if you donate between now and the end of July, every dollar... Uh, that you throw towards Patreon or via our web store, shop at 8bit.net, goes directly to Black Lives Matter-oriented charities here in Australia as well as the United States. So you've still got a, a just under a week now to uh, yeah throw some money towards us, which will then go directly to charities. So uh, if you can spare it, great. If not, simple little things like just rating, reviewing, and subscribing this podcast as well as all the other podcasts in the hashtag 8bit collective will go an awful long way. Those ratings and reviews help keep the emotional lights on in our hearts. So take some time out to uh, chuck us those reviews. Five star would always be appreciated, but just just be honest with them. You know, if it's not five stars, tell us why. Tell us how we can get to five stars because, uh, you know, we want to get better here at The Hungry Gamers. You know, we're 203 episodes in, but we got we got room for improvement. You know, you, you, can't, you can't say you're perfect. So, uh yeah, check that out. Obviously, 8bit.net, uh, 8bitnation.net is some other hubs. And uh, when you're done checking our stuff out, obviously head on over to audiotechnica.com, audiotechnica.com.au for the best in audio-based equipment. We're talking headphones, microphones, gaming headsets. You want turntables, you want in-ear noise cancelling, you want over-ear Bluetooth noise cancelling. They got it all over there. So uh, pop on by their shop, get yourself the best in audio-based equipment. And if you're feeling extra special, get your hands on those limited edition ATH M50X 8-bit purple headphones because they are sexy. So, uh, yeah, get in while you can because it is a limited run. And once they're sold out, I think they're never coming back. So be part of history there and get some of them 8-bit purples on your head as soon as you can. But, yeah, let's get into news. Uh, Let's get into some news. What do you reckon? Let's do it. This week's news headlines. All right. Got a little quick small bite for you. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 runs its way into cinemas April 2022. So it's tentatively slated for the 8th of April at this stage uh, in just under two years' time. Uh, this could obviously change with depending on how the world plays out because movies are getting cancelled left, right and centre. Um, a couple more movies I saw earlier have been pushed completely to next year now. Uh, a Quiet Place 2 is one of them, which I am absolutely gutted i'm not going to be seeing this year because i cannot wait for that movie but yeah sonic the hedgehog 2 uh the sequel to the massive massive hit <laughs> that was released last was last year was it started this year no, this year, last year it? i don't know i think it was this year oh yeah it was around it was around valentine's day wasn't it? i think it was february yeah that's actually yeah because everyone said that they were going to take their dates to see sonic because that's yep. super romantic yeah, so Not so a little after, yeah, <laughs> got to go fast. <laughs> oh no, don't go fast. Ah, <laughs> uh, goodness gracious me! But yeah, the uh, the sequel to the original Sonic the Hedgehog film will be getting its way uh, into the cinemas again in two years' time. No word on the plot. Obviously, we might see a bit more Jim Carrey as Doctor Robotnik. We might see a bit more uh, of the eternally handsome James Marsden, and we're going to see some Sonic, and spoilers i'm assuming we're going to see some tales just based by the end credit scene uh but yeah let's uh let's get hyped let's see this movie make more money for the powers that be but yeah you can you still haven't seen the first one have you nice thanks for spoiling that oh it gives away nothing (laughs) you knew someone else is going to be in there (laughs) i didn't know that miles was in it who tails 
Tails. I'm like, Miles? Who's Miles? His name's Miles. Tails? Yeah. He's Miles? What? Miles yeah, Tails? Like, d- isn't there like a whole sketch in the cartoon where uh, Sonic says, I'll tell everyone your name is Miles? I don't know. Now Maybe. I've got you. Now you got me down in myself, but I'm almost certain that that's always been a, like a little factoid about Tails. You could be right. Name is Miles. It could have just went straight over my head. So mm. I think you could be right. Miles Tails. What a weird name. Anyway, mm. yeah. But Sonic Hedgehog Two coming to cinemas in 2022. So that's going to give you enough time to watch the first one between now and then. In between watching the boys. And then everything else. I still haven't watched The Joker. I still haven't watched Knives Out. I still haven't watched It Part 2. These movies go for like two plus hours and I've got shit to do. (laughs) I think just get your list together and just pick one a week, I reckon. Just cull one every week. I think that's the best way to do it. Maybe. TV shows are so much simpler because they're just like, you know... There's an episode. Cool, I can walk away. <laughs> yeah, but you've also been binging stuff too. So you've been smacking multiple episodes in one time, which would equate to a movie or two. I've also got to confess, like I've been watching Band of Brothers again. And technically that's, that's like really long. That's like 70 movies. <laughs> it's so good though. <laughs> Goodness gracious me. Well, make some time because there's plenty of good content out there. Something that is uh, maybe not so good, uh, Content-wise, uh, Wales Interactive, the publisher behind FMV games like The Complex and Late Shift, recently announced a new F- FMV title called Gamer Girl, and it's unlike anything we've seen before. The game, which is coming to PC, Switch, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One this September, lets you play as a popular streamer's chat moderator and personal contact. The game is being developed by FMV Future The Bunker. And here's a little bit of a bit of a read about the game itself. It'll be up to you to handle a chat log and maintain a personal contact with the streamer, Abbycake99, who is uh, played by Alexandra Burton. You'll make decisions about the posts in her chat, respond to DMs from her, and work to help Abby succeed. She can fire you if you mess up. Interestingly, this is also being positioned as the first improvised FMV game, with the press release drawing comparisons to found footage movies like The Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity. Part of the game will involve protecting Abby from a predator and following her as she takes her streaming into dangerous real-world scenarios, which uh, hints at the game's horror elements. The micromanagement elements of the game will involve managing comments, rewarding or banning Abby's community members based on their comments, and the better you do, the more moderator abilities you can unlock. So this this game sort of uh, was announced via a trailer. I think it was... Uh, showcasing this game for the PlayStation 4 about a week mm. and a half or so ago. We wanted to try and tackle it last week, but sort of just ran out of time. So we thought we'd bring it up now. This game is copying a lot of fire from people all over the games community, fans, press and the like. Uh, what do you think about this? Are you, are you on board? Is this in poor taste? Should this game exist? Where you at? So I have constantly talked about my love for fmv video games and like like i really love them and i wish that there were more this one (laughs) i i can see because there's been like a lot of comments from the studio that released it trying to say like that they wanted to make people aware of exactly you know a lot of the dangers and stuff like that that go on but unfortunately they're also the way that they approached it by saying that like essentially like you know you help her out you help her make decisions like you're her moderator you yeah, you're the white knight yeah and like that is like that is a problem in itself like just this whole like oh i'm a mod so therefore i'm their best friend i know them personally i'm i'm so close to this person like that in itself is just an issue. So by having this kind of element, um, I think doesn't really help with that kind of like stigma around <laughs> moderation and then essentially people being owed something for being a moderator, especially for a female streamer. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of stories before of a lot of people that have been moderators for like very popular um, female streamers and then it just going very south. Um, One of them was like a whole post um, of this moderator who then found out that the girl he was moderating for had a boyfriend the entire time and he felt, yeah, like he was played. Yeah. 
he, he that was that was his opportunity you know so yeah um I, I don't know if um they really thought about it that hard about like exactly how that could you know how how this gameplay could look um i understand that they wanted to talk about like obviously like stalkers and that kind of element when it comes to like streaming and it's not just female streamers like male streamers deal with that sort of shit too but obviously like female streamers kind of get this other weird kind of side of it as well so yeah i can understand an angle that they were going with but i think they completely missed it with other like details as well like control like giving a person the option to control a girl essentially and what her decisions are and then also just being yeah like the white knight essentially so yeah it's it's a very very sort of slippery slope where where they're positioning this game and looking at the looking at sort of the people at wales interactive a lot of them look like they'll probably mods at least once or twice in their lives for for various streamers so you can sort of see probably where the uh where the the fandom and an interest in making a game like this uh potentially came from and i'm I'm with you like it's it could be something if it was done in the right light could be something almost as like a a good storytelling piece about the the hardships that streamers do encounter mm-hmm. and, and deal with on the daily like as you said like males females everyone else in between they cop shit from every angle on any given day about a whole host of things and there is this expectation that i've seen through through content creators that we know uh, of mods or or even just fans and and viewers of of their streams they come to expect certain things from those content creators i think the biggest thing is yeah that the whole white knight aspect of it where you are controlling this female streamer's life you know you're making decisions about what she can post in her chat responding to her in certain dms helping her succeed and then and then the the part where they even confirm that there's a stalker in it like Mm -hmm. um protecting abby from a predator like uh, i don't know it just rubs me the wrong way and and you read a lot of the comments from from people working on the game and yet just seems a little bit tone deaf when they are trying to defend what they're doing here i think they've Mm -hmm. sort of lost sight of that streamer culture and they're just looking to try and focus on the the real touchy sensitive scary aspects of it and obviously that's what they want to do to move units but i don't know it just if it comes out like it's 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 allegedly coming out in september i'm still going to give it a look just to sort of see if it is a dumpster fire if maybe behind just the the media beat up from the the trailers it it is done with a reasonable amount of good taste but i don't know yeah it's like there's just like so many like little tricky bits to it that just like it it's it's come across badly um how they've responded yeah i guess it's also been a bit bad because i think um with such negative response like especially a lot of female streamers saying this is really tone deaf are you freaking serious and then them coming back saying well actually we asked a few female streamers and Mm. they were very fine with it and they're gonna blow i'm like oh well you know yeah but on the back of that they've uh they've pulled the trailer for the game uh off off more negative press uh this past (laughs) week so yeah, the, the video that was that was up on YouTube, uh, the announcement trailer is no longer available. You can obviously still find it. There's a lot of other outlets that have obtained a copy and have still got it out there to check out. But yeah, Wales Interactive have taken that down. I don't know what that means for the game, if it's going to be delayed or if it's now delayed indefinitely. So Well, there's no such thing as bad press, right? Like maybe they've actually, by having such a, you know, backlash to this and they release it they've probably gotten more eyes on it and there's like probably a lot of people like i can't believe they made this game i'm gonna buy it and play it and then Mm -hmm. everyone wants to play this stupid tone deaf game and then they get the sales out of it you know like who knows who who knows how this has actually affected the game yeah exactly exactly but yeah certainly probably won't be the last we hear about uh, a gamer girl by wales interactive but uh yeah it's just something that hit the hit the internets this past week that I thought it's probably worth worth mentioning and talking about and yeah we're going to see more of it in the near future no doubt and something else that we saw more of that is going to be coming out in the near future uh, we got the uh, Xbox Game Showcase that uh, was broadcast a little over thirty hours ago give or take um, at the moment uh, which was wholly and solely around um, Xbox Series X and and the games that we can expect to be playing at the tail end of this year when the console releases as well as 
into the years uh, following. Uh, I, I don't think we probably want to tackle every single game. We could probably just sort of maybe throw back and forth games that we thought was of interest and share some insight and, and keep rocking and rolling. And obviously, yeah. I'd say the, the biggest ticket on the uh the game showcase was obviously halo infinite so they opened they opened the mainline showcase of this so they did do like an indie showcase before that i still haven't watched i've seen some of the games they've they've mentioned and they they look like some of them look like games that i'd be all about but i haven't really dove on the idea at xbox segment they did uh before the the mainline show but yeah so they, they kicked off with halo infinite bit of gameplay seeing master chief cruise around with his grappling hook now <laughs> you know cutting cutting edge for halo but see it's 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 something that's seen in an absolute bucket load of games ever since uh the first halo combat evolve game came out forever and a day ago but yeah they they showed a lot of gameplay um introduced some some new mechanics some new weapons emphasize that it is pretty much an open world map now so you can sort of mm. tackle tasks as you like outside of the mainline story uh, it's going to be locked at 60 frames a second for the campaign. They didn't show any multiplayer, which is something I think a lot of people wanted to see, but I'm assuming we're going to see more of that leading up to the release. But what did you think about this? Because there's uh, there's some interesting sort of opinions going on around uh, Halo Infinite and uh, this, this I guess, official debut of, of gameplay. So, so where are you at? Well, I, confession, I am a Halo virgin. Now, I understand Halo virgin technically just means you still play Halo, but <laughs> I actually haven't played <laughs> Sorry. I haven't actually played Halo. <laughs> <coughs> oh, it got me good. Um, it got me good. Yeah, I, I've never played a Halo game. Um, my first attempt in playing Halo was actually meant to be the Master Chief Collection, um, but we all remember the kind of, fucking mess that that came with one you know it's a release obviously it got better and it got fixed but i just never went back to it in saying that i'm also familiar with red versus blue so i i know some some halo and um based on the video like that we saw in the um you know the style the graphics and just like what they showed everyone's happy that you know it's confirmed that you are playing as master chief apparently that was a big deal that you played as someone else previously and people hated that yeah, you, you play in, in Reach, you play as um, various members of sort of a an offshoot sort of military strike force, but gotcha. I don't care. Master Chief's got like, he's got no personality really. Like he says a few things here and there. He's just like a a, a faceless military That's juggernaut good, for the most part. We've, we've talked about that, the empty vessel. It's good for a player to get attached to so they feel like it's more of themselves. Like, And everyone is talking about how the game looks where it has like a smoothness and a polish to it but it also has like like it, it still kind of looks like halo like it's, it, it's it, funny it's funny you should ask that because uh at dad bod plays on the twitter he says exactly that he goes halo infinite looks smooth but still has that blocky halo look is this due to the art slash architecture of the game and the designs or do you think it's rough looking since it's in early development hmm oh that that's is it early development? It's meant to be coming out with the console, right? Yeah, coming out at the end of this year. I, so. I think it's just the art style. Like Halo, it's 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 a it's always been a good looking game, but like through the generations, it hasn't been this graphical powerhouse that's pushing the limits of what a console can achieve from a visual perspective. Like, and and the environments they look very pretty. Like it was nice, luscious. You know mm. the the sort of the vistas you could see in the background and. You know the the mountain tops and the the clouds and just the the general sort of environment look great. I think, I think it's just the character models and the the enemy uh, models themselves. Like it's very cartoony. Yeah. And yeah. um, I don't know. And I think that's where the blockiness comes. Like I know when they initially released Halo on the original Xbox way back when, you couldn't really make characters hyper realistic hence why they went the blocky armor look because it's easier yeah. to make it make a character look like a boss with <laughs> like almost like a, a lego set armor <laughs> for all intents and purposes so they've stuck with that and it looks like it is the next next progression and evolution in this game but yeah it's it's not up there with with something even like ghost of shishima which i'm playing right now like <laughs> the graph graphically in that i think that's running rings around halo but is it i got no issue is it though? Like there's scenes in Ghost of Tsushima where it's just like 
Like some of the environments look good, but by golly, like I've been watching like the the interactions between like your character and NPCs. Absolutely no goddamn emotion. <laughs> they're, they're just very serious they're people just, on Tsushima Island. Just like, I was just watching it and I'm like, she's not blinking. She hasn't blinked once this entire time. <laughs> like, the, so, the war against the Mongols is very stressful, all right? Yeah. <laughs> they're on edge. <laughs> Noted. Well, then, like, with this, I wonder if with the team, um, was it 343? 343, yeah. Um, maybe they were, like, conflicted in the sense of, like, we obviously have to graphically boost the game because people will be expecting that but then how much detail do you put in before it stops looking like halo maybe yeah. they were on the fence about that and they didn't want to push it too much where it then looks like a completely different game i'm, I'm with you completely there i think it's very much like a, a homage to the the original halo games and and you know a bit of respect shown to the the core group of original fans they mm. want to keep it consistent for the people that love halo as much as they do because there is a very devout fan base out there oh, that yeah. thinks halo is the bee's knees so having that same comfort food look and taste exactly the same for them i think is probably one of the primary drivers for 343 um with what they're doing with infinite but i look cool i like that there is this freely explorable environment that you can run around in and they even mentioned that it's several times larger than the previous Halo uh, two Halo games combined. So it's a huge, huge environment you can cruise around in. You just jump in your warthog and go squirting around the place, which is kind of cool. But yeah, some of the enemies, they're just very cartoony. Like, you know, the little grunts and stuff like that. It's it's kind of this weird juxtaposition where you're this big armored super soldier. And then you're fighting these almost like little Pokemon looking grunts at times. And you're sort of yeah. like, what? really? Also, looking at the character face as well was a bit, I don't know. I don't know how to feel because I don't have any, like, major attachment to it. But I also have, like, I'm familiar with the graphic stylings of, like, Halo, like, OG Halo. So I'm just like, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me because I don't know what I was, I wasn't expecting anything. So it's, it's funny, like, watching this, all I thought, and I guess it weaves into a game that they showcase later in the pieces obviously bungie made halo back in the day and now they're mm. behind destiny 2 like destiny 2 mm. looks like halo for adults where halo is almost like halo is like the kitty version like when you look at the graphic styling the you know, yeah. the darkness between the two yeah because i was like um watching through it i'm just like fuck this looks like destiny <laughs> like yeah. some just the environment just some of the environments and landscapes i was just like this feels very um yeah but yeah i don't know like i i doubt we're going to see any changes for it to be like a oh it's okay they're still working on it it's like, I don't, like i don't know anything too much about game development but do you think they would have been still like working on it this much due to so close to release i think what we're seeing is probably going to be pretty close to the finished product yeah yeah and then- i think i think <laughs> that the game is probably finished front to back and now they're just doing a bit of polish and a bit of touch up and some, yeah. some sort of bug hunting and things like that but I guess that could segue nicely into Destiny 2. Uh, we got confirmation that it's coming to Xbox Games Pass in September. Yeah, big deal. And this making its way to Games Pass gives you access to every Destiny 2 expansion so far. So you aren't just getting the base game. You are getting all the content released up until up until that period as well, which is awesome. Uh, keen as a bean and obviously Series X users are going to get an enhanced version of the game when it releases 4K 60 frames a second um, hell yeah uh, once hope that like they've got to be coming out with cross-platform soon enough because the second that's done I'm I'm parking my ass on, on Games Pass and playing it there yeah uh, it's, it's actually Destiny 2 also like Beyond Light is going to be on Game Pass so like I mean, this is big for Bungie. It's such a grab. And then, like, having everyone, like, that's already attached to Game Pass, like, getting this is massive. This is, like, a lot of content, like, to get for free. And, like, you get to build up, like, there's so many options. You don't just, you know, you you can build up a hunter. You can build up, um, like, a warlock and a titan. So, you know, if it's just, like, that's a lot of stuff. (laughs) I I see a lot of, a lot of, friends from the gaming space finally cracking into destiny 2 as well and they're just like my god what have i been doing the past you know several years while this game's been out like i'm so late to the party but it's so good there's so much to do so many different play styles and and yet it's cool to see 
xbox partnering up with with bungie and and destiny 2 in this way and another massive massive big tentpole title making its way to games pass which is mm-hmm. awesome uh, a couple other sort of quick quick hitters uh state of decay 3 was announced mm-hmm. which surprised the hell out of me like they are pushing pushing this franchise out pretty pretty swiftly the trailer was gorgeous this cgi trailer with this female sort of survivalist hunter and um you know it ends with this crazy zombie deer i thought the trailer was sick um mm. no nothing else outside of that but more zombie survival as you're going to get we saw some more forza racing games just highlight gaming technology in such a great way like they're always looking gorgeous but you know car racing's car racing i know there's a lot of tragics out there going boo and throwing their uh their helmets at me right now but look good more forza king of the king of the gaming race a video game racing simulators so uh good to see uh the the next one the 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 new offering from rare everwild another trailer that just left me even more confused like we didn't see any real gameplay it was just this really beautiful artsy fantasy-esque trailer and you play as an eternal and you build bonds with nature yeah Uh, but very pretty can't, like, can't fault yeah. them on that yeah like uh, it's another like I, I hate to say it there's like there was a lot of like a lot of that where it was like oh that looks nice oh and the trailer's over i'm not sure what's going on um so and i don't think that's the best way to sell things sometimes um yeah but um you know i i guess if if it's good enough then people will be curious enough to like you know follow it up further so but with that they have a lot not so much what what you got? What's what's one that uh that sort of raised your eyebrows watching this? Um, so <laughs> I feel like no one is talking about it. I first of all, the trailer was great for Grounded. Hell okay? yes, hell yeah. So not only do they start it off with the epic trailer voice saying like, get uh, get ready for the best AAA game of this year. Which will be cyberpunk. <laughs> like it's it not even so not good. even like talking about their own game. And then they say, because um, it's is this was Obsidian, was it? Um, this is through Obsidian, yeah. Yeah, and then they're like, uh, unlike any game that we've ever made, like it's like kind of like taking a dig, saying we've made a game that's nothing like we make. And like it was just a really funny trailer, like that they kind of like just took stabs and didn't take themselves seriously and then the fact that it looks like honey um honey we shrunk the kids survival game like why is no one else talking about this and it's coming out soon like coming out this week yes but it looks great survival game where you're a fucking kid and like all us 80s like kids should be really hyping for this i know i wanted to be in the back garden in honey i shrunk the kids and ride an ant hell yeah so let's um let's make some time this week to to have a couple of games before we record yeah, next to this because yeah. it's co-op survival uh, just looks great fun like as you mm-hmm. said it's nostalgia for us through and through like imagine if they had like a rick moranis cameo in here oh, somehow like he, he lended so his likeness oh, but it was so well done and um it's crazy too because yeah on one hand hand we saw obsidian with grounded and then on the other end we saw their next big rpg experience avowed get a trailer which i thought didn't show much like uh, all all it confirmed to me was a dude can shoot an arrow to the moon and back like that arrow went forever from from that archer's bow it also went through someone and then proceeded to then keep going down a hole so magic but um it was more the fact um it gave like you saw the who I'm assuming the character you're going to play, he's holding like a sword. I've got to be honest, I got Lord of the Rings vibes. I'm like, oh, yeah. is this a Lord of the Rings game? You know, like some kind of enchanted sword. And then he does like a like a, like a a hand gesture, like a finger, like Jedi Knight mm. gesture. And you I get got some, some magic. Yeah, I got some magic. And I like kind of got, um there was like PC game called like Black and White, where you used to have to draw patterns to do magic spells. So I kind of got that vibe. I'm curious, but like once again, it's like, we haven't really given much. Yeah, so. like it's 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 set in Eora, uh, which is uh, part of the Pillars of Eternity universe, uh, which is oh. typically sort of an isometric uh, dungeon crawler in that Diablo vein. But from oh. what I'm seeing from just doing a bit more digging on it, they're trying to make this more like an Elder Scrolls experience. So it if this if this like could, could be if this could be an exclusive for Xbox, it's like an Elder Scrolls rival. Holy guacamole! Um, can't wait. 
Can't wait. Uh, anything else that you wanted to mention? I wanted to quickly just shout out. I'm not a big Psychonauts guy, but I love the trailer and I love the fact that Jack Black is attached to this. No, can we talk about how we were all misled into thinking that was going to be Brutal Legend? <laughs> yes. I thought the same, even when, when they're highlighting, you know, musical instruments and things, I'm like, hell yeah, sequel to Brutal Legends. Like, Psychonauts 2 is still nothing to, nothing to balk at. But yeah, the swerve was real. It was bad. Like, I even audibly said, no way. And then it was Psychonauts. And I was like, ah, oh, like nothing against Psychonauts. But it's like, you can't just like, you know, show us like Double Fine and then be like, showing us Jack Black and then be like, hey, where's the musical instruments? Like, oh, and it was Psychonauts. And the song was great that he sung for Psychonauts. But yeah, Brutal Legend was. Would I, be I nice love song. that he's just getting, like, the older he gets, the just the more he's just letting go and embracing whatever he's enjoying. Like he's, you know, streaming now and doubling down, mm-hmm. getting back into the game space. And he's got this crazy hair and disheveled grayish beard. Like I can relate very much to Jack Black in uh, mm. in sort of our, our parallel lives. But look, cool. One, I guess, to mention as well was Tell Me Why. Uh, don't Not Entertainment, the creators of Life is Strange. Mm. Uh, I, I still think this is a very underrated exclusive get for for Xbox. Uh, because yeah. the the Life is Strange titles are you know, pretty pretty critically acclaimed and not massive unit movers, but very special franchises that were yeah. done by Don't Nod and, and getting Tell Me Why uh, on on the Xbox platform only is is nice. The trailer looked cool graphically. Yeah, it wasn't a world beater again. It felt very current <laughs> gen, but mm-hmm. a lot of these games you are playing for the narrative and the experience and the choices and everything that ripples mm. through. The cool thing is episode one of three uh, releases next month on August 27th. So Mm. don't have to wait too long to get your experiences there with uh, Tyler and Allison, uh, Mm -hmm. a pair of twins that share a supernatural bond. Twins always do, apparently. We also got to see more of um, the medium, which is very Silent Hilly. This is one of my favorite trailers of the whole showcase. Yeah? Yeah. You excited? I'm so excited. It looked great. It looked mm. really cool. And just this split reality thing where you go to like, yeah, Silent Hill, Hell Demon mode or normal normal style. Uh, the fact that's coming out later this year, Bloober Team look like they're pretty deep in the development cycle and it looks so good. It looks like it's going to scare the pants off a lot of people. Well, that's the thing. Like, it, like we, did, I, we didn't see any monsters yet, did we? But there was an allusion to, obviously, you're going to be dodging like very dark monsters mm-hmm. and I, i'm hoping there is like the like parallels between the monsters of the current universe like the present day universe i guess you could say and then the old alternate like hell universe and seeing like the transition between monsters there yeah. but yeah it looks good it looks really really good yeah i i was very excuse me i was very excited watching watching that next trailer and just seeing the the evolution of the lead the lead uh character like from mm-hmm. the first trailers they highlighted when this game was showcased a few months ago They've changed her character model a lot when she transitions into the spirit they world. Did, she's got blonde hair and now she's got like this demon arm thing going on yeah. with like light rays circulating around it and mm-hmm. spikes. Yeah. 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 But that looked cool. Uh, another one that probably gets a lot of people hyped uh, Hyped is Stalker 2 was revealed. Uh, so it's it's a PC only series. Stalker uh, has, has been pretty popular out there with a lot of gamers and now we're getting the long, long awaited sequel dropping on the console. Uh, it's a timed console exclusive for Xbox, which which is pretty cool. But uh, obviously, yeah, you're running around post-disaster Chernobyl, uh, very Russian tone. So you could marry it up similarly to the Metro games of, of most recent release, but I look good and a lot of a lot of uh, yeah, PC gamers out there were like, oh my God, Stalker, what the fuck? I played the first one years ago, but I've never yeah, played it, it. it didn't have an attachment to me like it does to others, but trailer looked cool. Any, anything else you wanted wanted to mention that, that got you uh, excited? Crossfire X, that tricked me for quite a bit. I didn't know what I was seeing for quite some time, um, but it, it, it looked good. Like, it looked pretty decent. I'd like to know more about it. I'd probably look forward to seeing a little bit more information about it. Um, but, yeah, Crossfire X looked pretty interesting. Cod killer. Maybe, well, not COD Killer, but like COD Rival. Like, <laughs> I think anything could kill COD. Yeah, like PC exclusive uh, done through Smilegate Entertainment originally, and now it's coming to Xbox this year uh, as as Crossfire X. 
looked really cool and you've got multiplayer and then you've got a, a single player campaign and the crazy part is it's done by remedy who did mm-hmm. alan wake and, and most recently control so mm-hmm. it's a big sort of step to the side from what they're used to doing but yeah. it looks very it's, pretty and i think that's pretty interesting to bring out about this game like crossfire like i personally haven't heard about it from like until just watching that huge then- through asia huge shooter through asia Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, I should probably look into this more. But, yeah, just having that attachment to, like, both Control and Alan Wake, you'd think, like, hmm. It's it looked pretty, very pretty. I, I thought yeah, it was it a new COD really expansion good. or the new COD announcement. That's what I thought it was at first. Mm. Yeah, I got, like, some CG vibes as well. And mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, and we got stuff like Tetris Effect Connected, which is kind of mm-hmm. cool, like... um. Yeah, cross-play for Tetris effect. I think that's that's going to be fun. I, yeah. I thought at first when they were playing as well, you could actually impose oh. your face on the bricks. Oh. <laughs> I was like, this is this is very strange, but okay. Uh, I got worried. Like, you can't have a go at a studio for, like, trying to do, like, a presentation about, you know, game video gaming it, bringing people together. But the cheese factor of having a lot of people just singing a song or just, like, being, you know... Like the you know we all kind of went a bit like mm, but don't get me wrong Tetris um Tetris effect looks has always looked great I haven't played it yet um but I mean it's Tetris plus like music rhythm which is totally my thing so I mm-hmm. need to get my hands on it yeah and what I'm excited to get my hands on as well is the the sort of closing announcement for the game showcase we got uh, got confirmation another Fable is in the works Ooh. and it's apparently going to be. A new beginning or a fresh start for the series. It's done by uh, Forza Horizon developer Playground Games. Didn't show much in the trailer. Very, very no. whimsical, very quirky. You're seeing like a little Tinkerbell fairy zipping around the place and then a, then a big old frog chomps her up. Um, yeah. You know, very <laughs> fable, funny. very fable. Um, can't wait, but yeah, everyone, especially, you know, I saw when I woke up, the first tweet I saw was NATO, you know, sort of screaming from the Twitter hills about uh, the fable announcement and um. Yeah, I feel the same. I loved the the Fable franchise, so it's cool to see it's back living again. I never played a Fable, so I might be really lucky and play a really nice looking Fable <laughs> game for the first time. <laughs> well, you're a winner there. Well, you're everyone told me like that I would love Fable, and I'm like, okay, one day I'll play it. One day I'll play it. And I'm like, cool. Now I get to just do a fresh start on a really nice graphic. Hell yeah, game, you get so. in at, at ground floor on next gen yeah. Fable. That's a win. But yeah, no confirmation. There was no announced date there was not even a year attached to it so we don't know how so far along the development cycle this is in this five years time <laughs> it, it feels like the the skate announcement the other week when it was like oh. you know skate skate whatever it was it's coming we're working on it now that was like but this almost but more fable gave us at least video like yeah. <laughs> of the game <laughs> all right and if we don't want to wait that long for games like fable this is what you can check out this coming week new releases and events so there is an absolute bucket load of games coming out this week. Well over 15 or so titles. Uh, we've highlighted a couple that I think probably uh, most people in the gamer space are keen as a bean for. And uh, they both release on July the 28th. And uh, that's Grounded, uh, which yeah. is coming to Xbox Game Pass. It's in early access, but uh, if you're on the Games Pass, get it included in your bundle. And then uh, Skater XL is making its way to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on July the 28th. So uh, one of many skating games uh, coming to console over the next 12 months or so. We've got Tony Hawk in, in about a month and a half's time as well. But Skater oh, yeah. XL is the first one off the rank. But uh, yeah, grounded. I'm fucking keen to play it this week. I'm, I'm, I'm seriously really hyped. <laughs> yeah, and obviously uh, Destroy All Humans is another one that comes out on July the 28th across uh playstation 4 xbox one stadia and pc uh, a lot of a lot of media media coverage on that one at the moment they are sending some massive massive collector's editions out with like almost yeah. life-size alien replicas in boxes so it's yeah. it's kind of cool the the media hysteria on the back of that but uh what do you reckon we'll get into some tweets tweet of the week and this tweet comes via at G4TV and the tweet read, we never stopped playing. And then there was a, a video, it runs about a minute 20 uh, and they're just saying that, you know, they're on their way back. G4, uh, otherwise known as G4TV, they've, they've been around, uh, they launched 18 years ago, but closed uh, at the tail end of 2014, but mm. they're coming back. What do you think? 
Um, I, I don't know how much like of the Australian community is very familiar with this. Um, G4 and uh, all the shows attached to it is something, I guess, more uh, the American audiences will probably be more familiar with. But if you were lucky enough to be able to get your hands on it, um, like G4 TV had like one of the most infamous um, Attack of the Show. Um, which has a lot, had a lot of people on it that you would probably be familiar with, um, either just within the gaming community space, um, or like, well, in the movie space now. Um, but like just G4 TV alone, um, you know, it's running through names. You got Jessica Chobot, Ryan Dunn was on G4 before, you know, everything that happened with him. Olivia Munn. I love you, Olivia Munn. Yeah, everyone loves Olivia Munn. Um, like... So pretty much it was G4 was like a network um, which had all these wonderful shows about tech, gaming, pop culture, and it was very well received. I think it like you had to buy cable for it. Um, but uh, obviously they finally had to like kind of shut shop um, and they're going to be coming back. It seems 2021 is when they're, um, you know, saying that they're going to hit hit back. Um be interesting if they're going to launch a website are they going to be on twitch um are they going down the youtube space um and then we've had a lot of ex-hosts and you know people involved with g4 um retweeting this uh olivia munn put it on her instagram Mm. so are these people coming back are they going to make an appearance again like it's very curious but um i gotta say and this is making me sound old it's kind of makes me happy if they do bring back a lot of the OGs because I've one thing I've kind of said is like as as us gamers grow older and then obviously the younger generation come in a lot of our media seems to be focusing on the young audiences like you know a lot of content for the younger audiences and I've always said like what about us though (laughs) like when are we are we going to start losing content directed at us so I really hope that with the return of this, we kind of get content that we're used to and that's more aimed and targeted at us. So, he's yeah, I'm cur- curious to see how long we have to wait until we get some some real solid information about what they're planning on doing, mm. who's coming back. Like, they had a rolodex of of content on on their network. Like, they even like American Ninja Warrior started on G4 back in the day. <laughs> You know, yeah. and that's obviously the this global juggernaut of a success story that it is. But yeah, there's it's a who's who of video game and geek culture people that have that have graced the the G four uh, hallways and and on their on our screens over the years. So I'll be curious to know if some of the the OG crew is coming back or if they're going to try Healy and reinvent this. It. Yeah, he was on um, Judgment Day, I think it was. Yep, that's all. Back back in the day, and like yeah, there's there's some pretty high profile people from from the gaming space that were that sort of i guess found fandom through g4 tv yeah. and, and went on even like will wheaton from star, <laughs> star trek and stuff like that he was on there for a while you know so there's so many people that uh could potentially make a comeback that aren't really maybe doing much these days or yeah maybe their their stars sort of shone too brightly and they wouldn't come back to something like this like as you mentioned like someone like an olivia munn jessica chobot's pretty well adverse doing her own thing and whatever else mm. now jeff Keeley, obviously they've sort of maybe outgrown something like this who knows but it's cool to see like if we can get a pop culture based network where we're getting a ton of content like, obviously there is a lot of independent outlets doing similar but if they could bring back some of that initial energy from from g4 way back in the day i'd, I'd tune in and check out some stuff yeah it's like as, as long as i guess they can keep the same rhythm like attack of the show never really took themselves too seriously um i actually saw like bruce green from funhouse or x funhouse he was in it too so like just you just see all these people and you're like oh look you know so everyone kind of like had their start there so i like i hope it comes back i hope it kind of keeps that like that aesthetic that they had um and i just hope it's just like you know good content content for our age at group maybe something that we can familiarize with and stick with so mm. here's hoping. We, we might we might get some more announcements obviously we've got the the virtual sort of comic-con running at the moment so maybe yeah. we'll get a little bit more drip fed over the next couple of days but still cool still cool everyone wants more content and um yeah if, if they can sort of uh bring this bring this out of the ashes and, and still be relevant and still provide that quality content i think we're on to yeah. a winner but 
yeah, if they try and water it down and cater to that younger audience, as you mentioned, I'd be like, oh boy, no thanks. Yeah, just like the rest. Yeah. But yeah, this has been uh, episode 203 of the Hungry Gamers podcast. Uh, thanks everybody for stopping on by, giving us a listen. Uh, we were going to tackle a question of the week, but we are running a little tight on time. So we're going to move that question to episode 204. Uh, full disclosure, the question is, if any cartoon from your childhood could be remade as a Netflix series, which one would you want it to be? So send your answers into hello at 8bit.net on the email or DM us at we are 8bit on the socials. But Miss Hart, anything you want to say before we say bye-bye? No, I need a coffee now that you... All that coffee talk this morning. Hell yeah. Well, your morning, my evening. I need something to wake me up. Kick me Hunt in the down tarot lattes. If anyone sees that on the menu at a coffee shop in the near future, try one. You will not be disappointed. If you are, I'm sorry, but I'm all about it. They're delicious. Find a tarot latte. But until next week, Apeer Nation, when we're back for the world first episode 204 of The Hungry Gamers, much love. Stay hungry. I don't even know if that last sentence You've made been sense. You've listening to The Hungry Gamers, <laughs> one of many gaming and geek culture-related podcasts from the 8-Bit Collective over on 8bit.net. Check out more episodes on your podcast service of choice. And while you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls, stay hungry. Stay hungry.